to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming alive from the West Village, Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I want to thank you. Thank you for being a fan of the show and listening and sending in your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We love your emails. We want specificity. We like a specific email. We want a lifestyle problem, a relationship problem, any advice you're looking for from Myself and my guests, who really have no background to give you any advice at all, we are in no position to tell other people how to live, but you're here to hear, here's what, when someone says, well, why would someone write to you? I go, you know what? The power of this podcast is we don't have to look you in the eye. We can just (laughs) say what we really feel, and anyone you go to that you ask for advice, they're going to look at you and go, they're going to see you start to well up with little tears, and they're going to go, oh, and and they're not going to tell you the truth. You're going to get honest opinions from just a couple of normal people who, you know, for the most part, the guests and myself, we're used to talking on stage and making this an entertaining, you know, uh, riff, so to speak. So that's where we're pros. We're pros in honesty and just talking, you know, which is if you go out in the streets, go go talk to someone. Go see how it goes. See how amateurish most people are at conversation. So jtrainpodcast at gmail.com to send in your Email anything you'd like. I'm very excited. Today's guest, uh, returning to the podcast, a, 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 a fan favorite very quickly. People were in love with you. Just really, uh, Gabe Malika, thank you for coming on. I'm, I love being here. I got a funny story for you, which is I did, the G, did, I did J-Train last year. Tons of DMs, promo codes, people coming to see my show. This Last month, I did This American Life, which mm. has 5 million listeners. Yes. I don't know how many listeners you have. It might not be 5 million. Just around 5 million. Maybe Just around 5 million. Maybe, maybe slightly south. <laughs> yeah. I got more DMs from J-Train people. Really? I, well, This American <laughs> Life, this is where we get into like the silo effect of entertainment. Because yeah. th- you know when you said you got... How, I don't know how it works. I'm not a This American Life listener, but yeah. this is in the NPR world. Yeah. To- which is like, I'm sure we have a couple people here listening going, NPR, This American Life. Like, like they're yeah. freaking out. And then yeah. someone else is going... So what the fuck is that? Yeah. So explain, because I know of it, yeah. but did you get to tell your story on it? Did you do your show on This American Life? How does it work? Because I know that it's a huge deal. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm sure you got more Facebook messages from that than DMs yes. because of the age group that Emails generally... from psychiatrists Yes, that's... <laughs> who want to psychoanalyze me and my friend. So... The sh- it's a storytelling kind of show, yeah, and it's journalism. So they weren't interested in me as a comedian so much as me as what's your relationship? My show is about a friendship breakup, right? And they're like, and and this you've been referenced now in this podcast, the You Up podcast. I've brought your name up a few times I because heard. I always reference the idea of men and how they hang out, mm-hmm. shoulder to shoulder, and you face to and face. you talk about that on your show. I do, yeah. It's one of yeah. the. It's it's a bit that people really identify with. A lot of the guys are. A lot of the show is the only thing I know about my friends is that they rank Adam Sandler movies. And right. other than yeah. that, I have no idea. Um, so this American Life is l- way less interested in the comedy, the jokes, the mm-hmm. bits. They want to know you and your former friend what happened. And so what they did was they invited right. my friendship breakup friend to see the show off Broadway. Come on, I swear to God. So <laughs> so for those listening, watching, if you don't know Gabe, you should all go follow Gabe Malika at Gabe Malika. Uh, on all social media, he, his his show is called Solo, and it's about male friendship, mm-hmm. and it is off-Broadway. They are coming back, so this is a huge deal, to get brought back to a the new theater. theater. New, new theater, theater bigger? Yeah. Smaller, but it's totally self-produced, so I keep okay. everything. So, so it's you, a big financial some, risk. So this is a financial <laughs> risk. So, <laughs> so to you, if you've seen the show, and I heard there was like groups of like 10 and 12 people that came from this show specifically. Oh, yeah. Huge pictures. So all 10, 12 of those people, bring a new friend. This is a cool New York City thing. What theater is it at? The Connolly Theater upstairs on East 4th. So it's a cool spot. East 4th. I know I know that area. It's yeah. like, uh, you know, by where New York Comedy Club is. Right down the street, yeah. There's a great uh, Middle Eastern place I know what you're talking about. And yeah. it's on Second Avenue. Mm-hmm, What's mm-hmm. it called? It's really good. I don't know the name, but it's been there remember. forever. Yeah, I know that you're talking about, though. We've been there. It's good. Yeah. Okay, well, if you look up Middle Eastern Turn East it into Village, a night. Yeah. It, I, well, this area specifically, I always say to people, and this is like I'm, 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 I'm beating on an old drum at this point, 
you come to New York, you move here, and you end up doing what you would have done in St. Louis or in Des Moines or yeah. in Sacramento or even L.A. Like, honestly, the hang is pretty much the same. Like, it's the same bars, the same group. Yeah. This is what you get with the cost of admission to New York City allows you to go see a gay Malika show that's off Broadway, that's been on This American Life, that you, you're gonna, this is a New York night, so to speak. Oh yeah, I mean, and now we used to run at nine o'clock, so it was late. I'd get mm. DMs from people like, I'm in bed. Mm. Now we're at seven. On the weekends, we got two shows. Love it, so seven o'clock, you can do dinner after, you can do dinner before. I always say, when I do like a six o'clock show, you ever do like a six o'clock show? Oh yeah. My opening line at most six o'clock shows is, I like this audience because most of the reason you're here is that you can be in bed by 930. Like, I do the same right. style of like, you're like my parents. Right. We can go to bed. This it's is great. A, that, that is a, a percentage of your decision yeah. was based on going home and what time you'd be home, which is so a seven o'clock show is perfect time. Dinner before, dinner after. Yeah. Bring a date. I mean, what a great thing to bring it. Something smart and fun and funny. So it's 21 shows. It starts October 10th. Your website where they get tickets? Yeah, GabeMalika.com, Instagram, wherever. GabeMalika.com. So the show is about breaking up with your friend, but about male friendship as an overarching theme. Yeah. Had you talked to this friend that you've broken up with that you had this show going on? So I never told him. Never told him. Never told him. And I kind of just was like, he's was, off doing his life. I don't want to give away any of the show, so no, don't. No, okay. But I... Did he... Did... You know, when you... Did you fear him seeing this? And was there a breakup, an actual breakup? Yeah. I, I, okay, there it was, was very dramatic. Yeah. I remember there was like a, tr a love, love triangle, triangle of a certain kind. Yeah. Which, because like, you know, I hear from women from this podcast, from all the podcasts I do, but also from guests, female guests. They, they'll talk about like friend breakups. Like they happen more often than I can even imagine. Yeah. And male breakups, I would assume... 99% of a male friendship breakup is like there's a woman involved. Oh, yeah. You know, for like sure. it's not. Especially the, with the two of us. There yes, is, yes, yeah, yes, the, yes. but there isn't normally, you know, like what you hear from women is like, I've been there for you. I was there during your breakup. I was there during, you know, yeah. when you were sick and I got you know, through this thing and you weren't there for me. And it's like, I've never had that breakup. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah. You know, never, so never, never. So never. you had a like a love triangle that ended up in a outward breakup with this friend. Yeah. So did you fear them hearing about this? So here's the, the truth of the matter is the show is pretty flattering about him. It's like, this is a guy I really admired. I really looked up to this person. We had so right. much fun. Then we had this breakup. And, you know, this is, I put my life back together. I started comedy. I, like, found all these new things. Are you highlighting, I, I don't want to give anything away, no, but are please. you highlighting, like, a bad moment in, in their life? In his life? Is he, Are you saying, like, like, is it a story he wouldn't want to tell, but you're flattering to him at the same time? Yeah, he wouldn't want people to tell how the breakup happened. Right. But for the for 90% of the show, I'm like, this guy was my best friend. We had so much right. fun. We got into so much trouble. Yada, yeah, yada. but I can understand why it would be hard to like, because you're like, I'm telling a story that involves, it's my story. Yeah. It, this person is the villain of for, to some. That's his word. He used that word. And I was like, I don't think of you that way. And he's like, I'm the villain. Everyone so he got hates mad. Me. He saw it and got mad. Well, yeah, because at one point people go, ooh. And he goes, they were right. booing me. I go, there's a big difference between ooh and boo. Ooh is ooh. I love the Boo is like, I know, I know, I'm such a comic. Right. You know the difference. You're I comedian. know the difference, but I do understand, and I'm sure you do too, of like, yeah. you go to a show and you see that you're the, you know, the, the you're not the, like, I guess not the villain, but like you're the thing that someone's, Overcoming. <laughs> Overcoming, right. And and the audience is going, you you know, it's your story, so you're telling totally. it. So the audience is on your side. Even if you're an anti-hero, they're on your side. Yes. You know, like it's, yes. um, so I can understand from their side that it's jarring. It's got to be jarring. Oh, it's definitely jarring. And for years, I changed his name. Mm -hmm. And then This American Life was like, you should change his name back. Use his real name. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's such a producer move. Dude, Producers are always like, no, you should like go over there and take a dump in the middle of the street. People will love it. It felt like I was a housewife a little bit. Where <laughs> they were just like turning me up a little bit. Because uh -huh. like, if you listen to This American Life, it makes it sound like the only reason I wrote the show was to get Tim to say, I'm sorry. And like that's not the reason I wrote the show. There's a million right. reasons to write a comedy right. show. A, you like it's a great story to tell. It's, yeah, it's an opportunity. It's a through. It's a way into your comedy. It's an. It's my origin story. Right. It's my the big sick or mm -hmm. crashing or whatever it is. Um, everybody kind of has one. Um, but yeah, they like really turn those knobs. They're like Gabe needs an apology and he needs it now. So, 
So what happened? So he was mad. He was mad. He needed to calm down. And then we ki- we do come to a, a moment of understanding where he was right. where he's kind of like, yeah, man, I do wish that happened differently. And right. I was kind of like, oh, that's nice. But it wasn't like, oh, dude, we can be best friends again. Like, let's right. hang well, out. Well, the relationships change forever. Yeah. And, uh, even without this meeting. Totally. You know, so do you talk? Have you talked since? We've been texting a little bit. Okay. I'm, there's a Reddit page of This American Life, and I've been answering questions. People are like, are you guys hanging out? I'm like, yeah, we've right. been texting, and people are messaging me and stuff like that. Um, we haven't texted since it's come out. I kind of wanted to give him a couple of weeks. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not afraid to be like, hey, man, like, what's going on? Is he the type to listen to This American Life? He loves it. He loves it. It's oh, his favorite show. So that's sucks. how we got him. Okay. I, okay. We, I got Ira Glass to call him, who's like the host of, he's like a <laughs> Yeah, Ira Glass is a celebrity, yeah. you know, guy. He's the guy. Yeah. It is funny because I know of this world. It's not my world. If yeah. it came out, I'd go, it's out there, but it's not really something I deal with. But if of you course. love the show, yeah. I can understand that it hits his pleasure centers. It hits his curiosity. Yeah. It also is like, you know, I think we all, if you love a certain podcast, I'm sure there's people listening right now. They put themselves in the shoes of the people on the show. They go, what would I say? Yeah. And now he's getting his moment. And he's is he in entertainment at all? Very private. No internet. No, no Instagram. No Instagram. Well, this actually works out. I well know for it's kind of nice. And him. I know yeah, it's yeah, kind of nice. Good. Yeah. So okay. So everyone, you got to go check out the This American Life episode. Yeah. Like that could be a great post game show, pre game show. Either one works. We've incorporated some of the audio of that episode into my show. So the show's changed. Amazing. So you've changed the show. So yeah. if you've already seen it, everyone go see Solo. Oh, thanks. Uh, October tenth, it starts. But there's twenty one shows. Speaking of shows, I'm on the road. Um, I am in Charlotte this weekend. Philadelphia, I added a second show. I took a chance. It was a little late to be adding a second show, uh, but I'm coming. Uh, Syracuse, D.C., Baltimore, Dania Beach, Portland, Oregon, Phoenix, San Diego, Boston, Chicago, jaredfree.com for the tickies. Um, we got. I've been getting a lot of great feedback from the show, so uh, people really enjoying it. All new material from the special, so that's cool. Uh, so if you haven't seen the Netflix special, 37 Single, you can go watch that, then come to a live show, or you can share it with someone you're bringing to the show. You can go, oh, here's the guy. It's going to be, it's going to taste like this. It ain't going to be the same as that. So you got two hours of comedy to be shared. So 37 Single on Netflix. Uh, the show's jaredfree.com. Let's get to the emails. You ready? Oh, yeah. See, I like this for you because this fits in Ooh, good. to like going back to an ex. This is an ex-friend. Mm. Went to ex for dating advice, but now I want to rekindle. Ooh, okay. Okay. Been but I there. like what you said. Like, you know, you're texting now, but it's never going to be the same. Yeah. It's just different now. It's just People different. grow. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but also, <clears throat> things take time. You know, like... For sure. That's not to say... I, I think like... When you say, like, we're texting now and it's different, that's not to say 10 years from now things could be different than they are today. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a kid. Who, one day, who knows? You know? It's like, I, Does like, he have a kid now? No, but, like, in 10 years, like, we'll probably have family. What, a, what about know? the woman that was involved? So we had to message her and be like, hey, they're doing this story. And she was so cool about it. Yep. <laughs> She was like, she goes, she, two men fighting for me. I know. Oh, well, she, who would ever want to see such a show? Oh, really? Who, me? It was, so you know what's funny? She also loves this American life. And she goes, I just wanted to talk to the reporter. She wasn't recorded. And then she goes, I just haven't listened to the episode yet. I just, I need some time. And I was like, why are you the most mature woman in the world? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the story specifically, but I mean, like, it is so funny to me that it's like, you know, because you, I, I could see you kind of um, going across the spectrum of dudes. Like, oh, I could for see sure. you hanging out with this American Life guy. I could see you hanging out with, like, football jock bro, Jason Kelsey's my idol guy. I kind of love Jason Kelsey. Yeah, right. I love both, I'm, I'm both totally sides. into it. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but I, that it's funny though. This is the This American Life crew. Yes, yes. That you but happen. I need. We, they all buy tickets. So wherever spectrum you are, I, there's <laughs> there's a joke for you in the show. Yeah, listen, you're gonna love the show. Go. Okay, so Jared and guest. Um, yeah. So there's this guy I was seeing five months ago. We'll call him Ben. We went out for maybe a month and a half. Things were going well, but then it fizzled after we both went out of town to go uh, back to back and I got COVID. More recently, I went on a few really good dates with a new guy and I noticed the new guy's text patterns starting to drastically slow down. I was wondering why this keeps happening, if it's something I'm doing wrong or what. So I decided to send Ben a text and ask his opinion since he's been there firsthand with me and I felt like he would give me his honest opinion 
This is where I come back to why do you listen to this show? Why do you email this show? Your ex will never give you his honest opinion. No. It's ever. always it's a game. It's, it's a little a bit game, of a game. Right. And if you're coming back to me, I assume this is flirty. Oh yeah, for sure. Like if you feel comfy enough to be like to kind of talk about your dating life now and hey, these texts have been kind of weird. You know the deal firsthand. Whether you believe it to be this or not. And I think a lot of women I've noticed this from the ones that write into this show, is they can they want you in a box. It mm-hmm. fizzled, it's over. Mm. You know, it, 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 uh, so I went back to him with the guy it was over with. Yeah. I got, I got good reasons. COVID, back-to-back trips. It is done. So out, out of your mind, and maybe for you, you're like, well, we're done. Mm-hmm. For him, he's like, chick I once banged. Yeah. So the door's always open. Always. Once the door, once you open the door, it's there's always a part of us that's like, she's gonna text me right now. Right. It's the ego of a man. Whether yeah. you whether you you might be laughing at that. You might be like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that is their perce- perception. Thousand percent. Like I you know, oh, oh, you just want to chit chat about your dating life? Okay, cool. You know, I don't know if Ben was really able to give me much insight to the specific situation with the new guy. Yeah, what's he gonna say to you? <laughs> oh, well, you texted me like this. He's not a therapist, he's not He's professional. Gonna, the guy's always going to be like, that guy's an idiot, a loser. <laughs> <laughs> but he gave me some advice, and we had an interesting back and forth about why he, he and I had fizzled a few months ago. He asked me to meet for happy hour to take my mind off of waiting for a text. Yeah, it was an entree into woman who said yes to my naked body once before. Yeah. And you're not mad. That's the other thing, is we tend to believe and I and I and I know this is like a bad thought but this is the reality. We tend to believe that you will become angry with no sense of reason after an ending. Oh yeah. That you're going to hold us in this all oh, he's that small dick fucking loser mm-hmm. camp as opposed to like yeah just fizzled. Like we very rarely think that's the case until you come back. Yes, we always think like oh it was not a big deal. It was okay. Well, I'm saying her from her perspective. Oh, like, I'm like, I'm the ass- opposite. Yes. Right. Yes, yes. I'm assuming she's the most angry that she's ever lost me. Yes. And yes. then when you come back and you're like, hey, I got this thing with that. Oh, you're cool. Yeah. You want to hang? We good? Oh, yeah. good to know. So I guess maybe we could be, you know, friends with benefits. That's kind of where these things start. Oh, yeah. Um, he asked me to, to take my mind off of waiting for a text. We ended up talking all night, hooking up and sleeping over. Of course you did. We had a night full of honest and deep conversations about everything, including why he had fizzled out and we had different interpretations of it. I thought it had stopped. Uh, I thought he had stopped putting effort in and should have communicated more consistently while we were traveling and I was sick and he claimed he didn't want to annoy me while I was on vacation with friends. Then felt like I started acting more distant and cold when he did reach out after. To me, that's two people who didn't care too much. Mm. Two mm. people who were uninvested in, and while still attracted. You know, and comfy with each other. He assumed something had happened on my trip because it was a co-ed vacation. I see it from his perspective. I was being a little cold because he wasn't communicating enough. Fair on both sides. It is fair on both sides. Yeah. Even though you're lying to one another. Yeah. 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 You know, you should be able to come over some adversity, some a little distance, a couple weeks apart. Right. If one of you were like, really like, what the, I really had a thing here. What do you would have said? Well, what's up? And then pushed it along but i think you know the excuse of like yeah you went on a co-ed trip i kind of lost touch with you i wasn't really like crying about it but also like oh, i wondered what happened mm-hmm. i think that yeah. could be a, a fair in in between he told me he has thought about me an embarrassing amount over the last few months and that he has been taking a break from the apps that he feels like i'm someone he could introduce to anyone in his life and we get along really just said a lot of very kind things about me this was a few nights ago and we haven't talked since I'd like to open the door back up with Ben and see where it goes. I liked him a lot. We both seem to agree we're compatible, and I love that we're, bo- uh, we're able to be so vulnerable with each other, something we both admit can be hard for us. But after these in-depth conversations and learning how he handles things like this, I know he's going to be hesitant to shoot his shot because he doesn't want to feel like a backup to the new guy I originally reached out to him for advice on. I don't buy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be like, that guy was a decoy to get to you, if you, right. if you like this guy. And I think he can do that for himself, too. Like, yeah. If he has the ego to be like, 
you know, oh, look, let me take your mind off of this other guy. Like, I don't think he's like, well, what if I'm the backup? No, that, yeah. those two things don't go together. I'm hesitant to be the one to reach out because after all of our talk about my dating life, I'm worried who will think I'm eager for any boyfriend and just sliding uh, him into that slot. How do you think I should handle this or just wait and see what he does? What do you think, Gabe Malika? I'm a big fan of saying what you want. So right. I, I would be like, uh, if I were her, I'd be like, like, Let's try to make it work. If he says I could introduce you to anyone in my life, for me, that's like uh, I would. That's not a thing I would throw around. Right. Oh my god, I would introduce you to anyone. Right. I'm like my family, my friends. Like that's like a high level. Mm -hmm. So if he's saying that shit already, I would be like, let's hang out more. Let's yeah. meet some people. I think it's like I think she's got to admit to her feelings. Mm. Like that's like first Step and one. foremost. Like you like him. That's okay. Yeah. Ben's uh, cool. Ben's cool. I like him. I feel comfortable with him. We have good chemistry in the physical sense because you guys spend a nice together. I think like when you say that he's going to slide him into that slot of any boyfriend will do, that's a good excuse that's not true. Yeah. Like what he, here's what his fears are going to be. His fears are going to be, oh, my God, I'm in a committed relationship much quicker than I assumed I would ever be. Because that's kind of your job here. And I, I don't mean to make his work your work, but I hope it's not this difficult. You kind of have to say to him, hey, I like you. Um, we're also not on date one. I think that's the hardest part about this. Mm. Hey, I like you. Uh, do with that information what you will. Yeah. And then... He either steps up to that or he doesn't. And you have to be okay with going, he's not. And it's all a bunch of talk that he said to make you feel good. Because what well, you said, like, I can introduce you to anybody. Very strong words that he might not really know are being taken as strong as they've been taken. Sure. I wouldn't say that because I, I would, like, to someone I barely knew, mm. because I would be like, whoa, that's intense. That's, like, more intimate than, right. like, you're beautiful. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right, but that, you know, that sentence of, like, I can introduce you to anyone I know, that gives her allowance to go, hey, I really enjoyed our time together. I'd like to, like, see where this could go. Um, I'd like to, like, do with that what you will. Yeah. You're not a crazy person. No, that's, no, that's no. Kinda that's like a, the... that's an intense thing to say. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're like, not. And if he's somebody who's just casually throwing around, I could introduce you to anybody, and then he's like, whoa, 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 girlfriend. It's like, maybe you should date him. Like, right. maybe that's, that's like, that, a good answer. I think, well, that's him realizing the error of his ways. I mean, like, that's why you and I probably wouldn't say such a thing. Yeah. We'd be afraid to say that because we go, we, we've been through a breakup where someone goes, and you said this, and yeah. you go... Yeah, I just felt really good in the moment with you. And yeah, you're like, okay, yeah. I'm going to stop doing that thing. You yeah. know, like the drug of making someone feel good through words you say is a drug. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know, like. I, I learned this from Chris Gethard recently. Mm. He was talking about his kids. Here's his kid. And he goes, kids don't care about what you say. They only care about what you do. And I'm like, oh, that's actually a pretty good right. dating thing, too. Yeah. Which is like, say whatever you want, words or whatever. But it's like, hey. If we have a date and you show up, great. You're, you're doing things. Right. And here's the thing. I'm sure he believes you are the personality type of and has a comfort with you that he go, I can introduce to my friends. I can introduce to my family. I know a lot of people like that. I know a lot of people that I've felt that way about and didn't do it because I wasn't ready to move on to the next step with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So doing it is an admission of like, oh, I'm there. Yeah. Not doing Saying it is like, oh, you fit. I know I could, but there's a lot more here than just you being good to meet, you know, introduce to people. Yeah. There's my comfortability. There's all that stuff. So I think like, let's stay in I statements. Yeah. I like you. I, I had a great time the other night. I'd like to see where this goes. Do with that. I think this is like a powerful thing that no one would ever say. Like it's good. Do with that information what you will. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it becomes, okay, now action time. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Gabe Malika go 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 gabemalika.com the show called Solo it is so I think we're coming out on the this comes out on the 9th and it starts the 10th 21 shows that's a big deal how big's the room like 65 intimate fun no mic just me no on mic. the floor everyone's on top of me it's great love it yeah. so people this is uh what an opportunity like i just love cool new york shit we're sponsored people here's here's a great thing i'm trying my best i i i didn't drink last night Ooh. i've been on like a bad health kick recently just with like all the podcasts and trips and post netflix high 
yeah, there's like a lot of like the post Netflix, like you have the excuse of like, you should be celebrating. Yeah. And then you go do like 30 podcasts that day to like promote it. And you're like, yeah. oh, I didn't need to be celebrating while doing all these podcasts. And you don't get to work out. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling today. Last night I had a real good sleep. I got a good workout in. Ooh, yeah. I got my day. I did a walk. 10,000 steps yesterday. Got that in. Oh, yeah. Here's a great thing to add to your whatever you're doing right now. You're throwing the kids in the car for band practice, tra- taking the dog to the vet and picking up your sister at the airport. You don't have time to cook. Let Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, fuel you up with chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door. Save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Here's my personal endorsement. When you try to stay healthy, you portions, big part of it. Mm-hmm. And when you're shopping for one or two, really hard to get the greens and the goods for one or two while keeping them fresh and getting the most bang for your buck. Two, creativity. You're not a chef. You got you got like two arrows in the sheath. You got, I can make grilled chicken and I can do salmon. You can do those two things. So what do you do? Grilled chicken and rice, salmon and whole wheat pasta. Then you go, oh, what am I going to do next? I guess grilled chicken and whole wheat pasta. You just keep mixing up the two. No, no, no. This is 34 weekly meal options that are fresh, never frozen, with limited time meals like cranberry pecan chicken. You're not making a cranberry pecan chicken. Apple Dijon, pork chops. You can satisfy all your fall flavor cravings. Round out your meals and replenish your snack supply with over 45 add-ons like their breakfast items, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet. Woo! Head to factormeals.com slash JTrain50. Use code JTrain50 to get 50% off. That's code JTrain50 at factormeals.com slash JTrain50 to get 50% off. Love it. European Bumble Speed Dating. I'm in. Jared. Are you single? Yeah. On the apps? Yeah. What's what, what's your app of, of choice right now? Uh, it's usually Hinge. Hinge it's, I uh, think Hinge is the the best, especially for a guy like you, knowing what I know about you. The, the, the prompts, I'm sure you're doing great stuff with. Yeah, I'm playing around with the prompts. It'll My dating will probably increase in December. I just left my job. I'm a comedian now. So okay, like, full time. Full time. This is so the game. we need people to go to the show. Okay, we make <laughs> Believe sure this, me, yeah. The money works out. Yeah, so I can take you on a nice date, please, right. for the love of God. Are you hearing from people who have been to the show over Hinge? Have you... Um, yes, and... So, and and people recognize me on Hinge from your podcast. Come on. <laughs> That's happened twice. Look at that. <laughs> Holy shit. I, this, is, this makes me feel good. I love Dude, it. What are your prompts? My prompts are... Do you um, have you on stage in your Hinge profile? Once, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and I have what typical Sunday is um, uh, sleep bagel premium cable, which I think is a nice rhyme. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Well, here, this is on this point. Jared, feather, feather, I came to your second show in Berlin for my birthday. It was amazing and nice to talk to you after the show. That was a crazy show. I'll never forget that show. Germany's nuts. Yeah. Germany's nuts. Berlin is fun. I didn't get to like do Berlin in the way that I think I like probably should have. I probably should have done a few days. Yeah. Uh, it was a quick in and out. The show was at this place. It was real small. Again, 65 people for each show. The second show, there was this one girl who was hammered in the front and just like, wouldn't turn to the front. This is the problem with no mic is yeah. like you lose a little bit of power. Yes. Um, yes. This is I, not that type of show. I, it's mostly just me talking. Well, I, 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 gotta, I what, when you're crowd controller doing crowd work, you need the mic near comedy club. No mic. You'd be insane. Well, I also like, there was no opener. So I just came up and this yep. woman's just like back turn. I go, Hey, this is really awkward, but like the show's begun. <laughs> you need like, to learn. <laughs> like, I, I know you don't maybe know me or whatever, but it ended up being a really fun show. Like when someone's a, you know, and I made fun of her and then to like get it going. And then she just kind of like went blank. Okay. And that's not this woman, is it? No, okay, it sounds like it's not. But this person that was in the front, she was so, you know, listen, if you're going to like be a problem, I'm going to make it jokey and try to like, of course, get this show going. And I was going off a of zero. Like I hadn't gotten one joke in yet. Yeah. Just this person who was like, kind of like, she was like, 
looking at me with her hand, like, go on, go, go start <laughs> no. your little show oh. with her back turned to me. And I was like, so I made, I got one joke in. Um, I mean, I'll never forget it because it was just such a straight shot to the forehead. Yeah. Because I think her friend mentioned, she was like, she doesn't want, she, I was like, you can turn around. And the friend was like, she doesn't want you seeing her vagina. <laughs> that was her friend said that. And I go, I go, I don't want to see her pussy. I just saw her personality. Uh. <laughs> and the place kind of was like, ah, and I, and you could see like, it was like a straight shot to the forehead. Yeah. And just was like, for the rest of the, for 45 minutes, she was just standing there like, just like not happy. And like, I kind of just moved on from it. I of was course. like, we, but again, 65 people, the person in the direct middle is just like having a really upset moment. Yeah. And so we do the show and then like, there's a point where I could see she's like picking up her thing. She's like, I'm going to go. And yeah. she like gets it. And the club had told me that she was kind of being a problem before the show. Like this isn't a surprise. Yeah. And I, she left and she, on her way out, she stripped on a chair and then she left. So and she then, did show you her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. It's like Chekhov's pussy. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Fine. It all came together. And I said to the crowd, I was like, I'm very appreciative of how nice you guys were because it's uncomfortable when someone's like really not happy. I go, I don't do a show to make anyone unhappy. That's it's not awful. my goal. Yeah. But I'm also going to like, you know, defend myself and make sure that we can get this plane in the air. Yeah. And I go, I will also say her falling on the chair was the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> but I, 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 you know, I can't help myself. But this, so this show, I have a very specific memory yeah, from. Yeah. There's a new feature on Bumble called Bumble Speed Dating. Every Tuesday for one hour, you can participate. I didn't know about this. Me neither. Think of it like Love is Blind crossover. You enter a chat with someone, but you don't see their name or profile. Okay, you have. I like the creativity here. Look, good for Bumble. Yeah. Okay. They're trying something. Try something. We all say we hate dating apps. Okay, we give you a new game. Yeah. Okay. It's like you know. It's like uh, what's the uh, the the game show that like, we know a lot of people that were like the hosts of it. Where was that like the trivia game show that would go live every night? Oh yes, HQ. HQ. It's yes. like this kind of like resembles that. Every yes. Tuesday at ten, pop on. You go speed date with somebody, you see yes. how it works, it moves quick. And I do think on dating apps, moving quick is the, the only way to go. Yeah. It's got to be, you know, 10, 15. I think it happens in 20 minutes of conversation, we'll say, date or no date. Yeah. I think it happens in 20 minutes. It's like minutes. tennis. You hit totally. the ball four or five times, let's we're ready to we, go. Yeah, yeah, we rally, now let's play. Yeah. yeah. Um, think of it like a love is blind crossover. You enter a chat with someone, but you don't see their name or profile. You have three minutes, to ch three minutes to chat, and when the timer is up, you see a tiny version of their main profile photo. I think I had this idea years ago. <laughs> I used to, no, I had the idea where you get one thing in their profile and you swipe right or left. Then you get the next thing, you swipe right or left. Then you get the next thing, and you had to match on like 90% of their profile sure, sure, to sure. be able to talk. Yeah. So like, and also I had the idea where it was like you could answer questions. So you'd be like, I'm here looking for someone who is looking for hooking up. Yeah, So like yeah. you'd swipe right or left on that. And like that would be a part of your you know, your process. And it could change on the day of the week. Monday, I'm looking for a boyfriend. Saturday, I'm looking for a hookup. <laughs> I love it. So you have three minutes to chat. When the timer is up, you see a tiny version of their main profile photo and choose whether you want to continue to talk to them. I love this. Um, at the end of the, sp uh, whether you want to continue to talk to them or not, at the end of the speed dating. When the hour is up, you can see in your chats who mutually swiped on you to continue the chat and see their full profile. So I guess over the course of an hour, every three minutes, you go in these three-minute conversations and you yeah. swipe. What are some openers, games, questions to use? In the three minutes, half the time can be wasted with, hey, hey, how are you, back and forth. You don't want that. No, no, no. That's We don't have the time. We don't got the time. What I would also like to add, I'm an American. Sometimes guys are starting off in Polish when I uh, then have to uh, into the whole I speak English. Yeah, I'm American, but I live here in Poland, thus wasting time. Thanks. Recently single. So this is a recently single listener who's given it a shot. I love the effort. I love yeah. that you're doing this new Bumble thing. I love that Bumble's offering this. Say what you want about all these apps, but this is a... 
Gamify, we're all looking for the app that gives us the opportunity to not get turned down that's trying to do it better. Because mm. all dating apps are made to make it so you don't hear rejection. Yes. So that is what you've given up. You've given up the feeling of, ooh, that hurt to be told no or not get called back mm -hmm. in exchange for this world that's kind of nerfed that you get to exchange and find out if someone who already said they're attracted to you wants to go out with you. So what would you do as a first question? So when I'm on the road, and you mm -hmm. know this too, I'm sure, you match with somebody, it's like, I was in Texas. I was like, where do I get tacos? Just like, right. you start talking about- I love where you're going. You're, you're the expert. I'm, yeah. I'm the foreigner. Mm -hmm. tell, me, tell me what to do. And then, oh, you can have a conversation based on whatever. I, so on that, I thought food right away. I thought food right away. I don't know if this exists in America. Shelby, does this exist here? Can we look that up? Um, but if it exists here, the, the Polish, not Polish thing, that Huge. makes it, that's a big difficulty. And I think the road comparison's good. I think also saying to someone, I thought, my first thought is, what's the best, what's the last place you ate out at? Mm, yeah, because now you're quick and into it. Yeah, that comes with a story. It could be what's the last place you ate out, and maybe in Europe it might be a little different. But I think this is good advice for anyone who's on dating apps. What's the last place you ate out at, and why? Yeah, Get people who are up for you. If you're not up for that conversation on a dating app, you are not doing anything on the dating app yeah 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 you have to be able to and it can be oh friday me and my friends went out or monday oh it was a long day i ordered in right there's a story there's a it gives someone a chance to really go depthy or not if they don't now you're being told what type of date are they or what they're committed to sure if they can't if they go tacos tuesday goodbye what did you do yeah not a great conversation. You're probably not going to swipe right. If they go, well, Tuesday, every Tuesday night, my roommate and I get together. They do the dishes. I make the tacos. We call it Taco Tuesday. Like, sure, that's a little bit, you know, hack. But, <laughs> but at hack least they, life. <laughs> right. But you've also done it in the way you told the story. You played the game. Yeah. So what was the last time you ate out? Are they doing it in America, Shelby? Thursday from 7 to 8. Thursday from 7 to 8. I think... Listen, this gets J-Train stamp of approval. They should I think, be hiring you to run it. I mean, my God. <laughs> Your face I, should I, be all over I, I am like, I, I'm blown away by this. I think it's a great idea. I can't believe I haven't heard more about it. Yeah. I got to talk about this on You Up a little bit. I yeah. think it's great. So basically you go, you go, I would, so here's another one. You have, Chinese, you're having Chinese food. Uh-huh. Soup, appetizer, main, go. Yeah. You learn what do they value. Uh, 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 is there a story? Mm. Oh, I, when I was a kid, you're Jewish. Christmas, we had Chinese right. food. I always get egg foo young, whatever right. it is. No, it this, this is what I'm talking about. I think yeah. food is like, you know, when I when someone asks me about why I like doing The Bachelor and yelling at it, I'm like, honestly, like I like The Bachelor. I like reality TV. I'm not saying I don't like it, but it also gives me an opportunity to talk about things I don't, maybe I'm not invited to talk about. Sure, sure. So, like, I think food does that for everyone, too. Food, yeah. You know, you know, whether you like Chinese food, don't like Chinese food, no one gives a fuck about your opinion. Yeah. But when you're asked, like, well, what did you, what, you know, what's your start? I don't eat appetizers. Really? What? Good, good what? And that, <laughs> yeah. whether you would date someone who doesn't eat appetizers or not, but someone who gets into that story, that's a good place for the rally that we were talking about yeah hit the ball and when you got three minutes sometimes on a dating app when somebody asks me like a weird hypothetical i'm sometimes i'm just like i don't really want to play this game right now right. I'm, but when you have three minutes it's like let's get into it right when you're signing up for yeah. this game yeah let's play the game and and i think these conversations if you're if you're like how was your weekend just give me your order Give me your Chinese food order. I'm way more interested yes. in why you like, you know, the uh, why you get gyoza yeah, yeah. than what you did on Sunday. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Girlfriend, not your housekeeper. Here with Gabe Malika at Gabe Malika. GabeMalika.com. The show solo. 21 opportunities to go see it. Go with friends. I, I just love that uh, it's something to do. Yeah. Because you move to New York, you go, what am I going to do? Yeah. And then you're like, you kind of forget you live here. Yeah. And there's oh, yeah. so much going on. Jared, 
My boyfriend and I have been together for two and a half years, have been living together for a few months. We're both in our early 30s. He works almost every day, if not seven days a week nearby, while I work five days a week and mostly remote. It's been an adjustment for him to be living with someone for the first time, which I understand. And I know he's extra busy with work, but I've been surprised by how much it seems like he isn't thinking broader than his own things and doesn't know basic adult living skills. He's not alone. Okay, I will say this. Yeah, we to generalize men like it's functional. I think that's <laughs> two towels, two, you know? <laughs> right? This, I mean, if you saw the studio, you see the kumquat wall. Sometimes on my Instagram stories, you'll see like the, 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 you know, the wallpaper coming off the wall. They're like, how could you let that happen? I'm like, it's a function for the podcast. Yeah. Like to yeah. me, the wallpaper coming off the wall in the apartment I rent, I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. This is a place to put my head to get me to the next day. I, and I think that's very male. I think the idea of like, creating a space and having, like I used to go, I remember in my 20s just going to girls' apartments and they'd have like a whole shrine to their friend group. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You, what, who even took these pictures? Unbelievable. I, when when COVID hit, I went to live with my parents and mm. I said, my apartment was never meant to be lived in. Right. It was just like a place I went. <laughs> right. And then I, I was like, I gotta get to Long Island. I need a backyard. This is insane. Some guys are better than others, but I'd say for the most part, what, you, what you're saying about your guy isn't unrelatable to me. No, there's a lot of every woman listening is like, I know what you're talking about. Right. And I think I think the one thing to keep in mind, and I'm not saying it doesn't if you ask someone again and again, it does become personal. But let's just start it, it's not personal. You know, Definitely like I, I think like that's the one thing that when you move in with a woman and a partner you go, well, they're doing this to me. They don't care about me. And it's like, no, there's a learning curve that has to go on. I, I think like Totally. Like I like I'm looking at this apartment. There are things like when I le- when I leave here, I, I do I call it a hand sweep. <laughs> I that's not a clean, but it's just a hand sweep. I'm yeah. gonna put things in places. Yeah. This place, one touch of a closet, thirty soccer balls are gonna pop out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I you know, so I've had to remind him numerous times before he leaves the apartment to lock our door, turn off the lights, raise the temperature for the AC uh, before he leaves, and even to remember to give our dog water with his food. Like, he doesn't want to kill your dog. Yeah, he loves <laughs> your dog. He's, he's a good... You live with him. Right. I don't mind taking on more of the house chores and errands while he's work. Uh, he's extra work busy, but I also don't want to fall into the role of housekeeper and girlfriend because he doesn't have a lot of free time or doesn't think to sweep when there's dog fur all over the floor he's walking on. And I don't want to have to keep reminding him to do things. He grew up an only child and maybe he wasn't expected to do chores. What are some options for handling this better? I... I I feel for you. I understand where he's coming from. I am this guy more than I am you, Same. emailer. So, right. So, what do you think? What would be a way to get through to you, Gabe Malika? Because I, I, I think that's probably the best way to go. Is like, because I know what would get through to me. Yes, I. Part of me thinks like he can definitely do better. I think feet giving the dog water is like let's move <laughs> that to the top of the list. I think like the light being on right. is fine, but like the dog needs to live. Besides that, sometimes my mom will complain about this. My dad will come in, all the fans are on, the AC's mm. on, and he turns the TV on and leaves. Mm. And she calls it the Tasmanian devil. Yeah. And they've been married for 40 years. And they're still married and they love each other. And she was complaining about it. And I go, you're just going to the wrong store. Mm. You want a filet. Uh, you want a, like a great steak and you're going to 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. Dad's not going to give you a great steak in this way. So right. you got to get something else from him. Mm. So like, let's prioritize what you actually need from him. The right. water in the in the dog bowl, and then let's figure out maybe he can help you in a different way that you didn't foresee. Well, this is I I'm with you. John Madden said you can you should only have three rules. Mm. People can only remember three rules. Yeah, and then maybe two, maybe two. <laughs> so I I think this I think you go John Madden on this. Yeah, let's get the three things you want done. Prioritize right. You and she even said she's being understanding. I don't mind taking on more of the house chores or whatever errands. And I'm not saying like allow this person to just be a monster. He should not walk over you. No. Right. It's it's I need three things. Cause you even said uh lock the door, turn off the lights, raise the temperature for the AC, uh, give the dog water. Water uh, and door, maybe? Right. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like I, well, I think the door lock, like, you gotta remember. But like let's maybe zone in on one thing. And then she mentioned sweeping the fur. 
and make it. I I think what you have to do is because it takes like what do they say? I think it's a, they say it takes fourteen days to make a habit. Mm. So like you need to go fourteen days at a time on one thing at a time. Like yeah. you are dealing with a baby, yeah. and I'm not saying that like I what the the feedback often becomes like. Oh, why should anyone? Why do I have to be this guy's teacher? And if you don't want to be, you can end it. You, you, you know, you can leave him. I, yeah. But you, but consider him a cruise ship, not a speedboat. Thousand you got. It's only going to turn a little bit. And and listen, over ten years, you might get a fully formed adult. Yeah. <laughs> and he's working seven <laughs> days a week. It's not like he's unemployed. He's always right. home. All he would have to he's, do is three he, things. He's filling some role. Yeah. 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 I think start with one thing. And I would be like, here's the, and don't like baby him, but just be like, I need you to do this one thing. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> we started with three things, and then we no. went to two. It's like, now we're like maybe one. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I'm just thinking of how I would go. And, and listen, I, I relate it to stand up. When I have a 15 minute set and I'm writing three ideas I want to do during the set, I do all three ideas really badly. When I zone in on one idea for the set and I do like, and I say around this one idea, just get this one idea in, mm-hmm. I do it really well and yeah. I and I figure it out. And it, and it takes actually shorter for me to get it done. Yeah, you can't have, even if you have an hour set. Right. To do, I gotta do these 15 things, it's just not possible. Not possible. So you, let's, let's, let's zone in on one thing. You could even put it on the board. I would get like a whiteboard. Here's our one thing of the week. We're gonna sweep up every day at five o'clock. And once it becomes, and that becomes 14 days later, you're going to have someone, you're training a dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's is, no bad pets. There's only bad humans. Is right. that? This is only, the- there's only bad girlfriends. Yeah. Right? J- <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. podcast at gmail.com. Here with Gabe Malika at Gabe Malika. What does response time mean? Jared, hope you and your guests can f- help me figure out what's going on. I met a guy from Hinge last Friday. It was a good, low-pressure first date. I really enjoyed chatting with him. He walked me home and said he'd love to do it again. Later that night, he texted saying the same thing, asking when I was leaving for vacation and that he'd love to see me again. This past week, we've had some great text banter and have our second date set up for tomorrow. Here's my question. He takes forever to reply to texts. He does work in the service industry, and I'm not exactly sure of his work hours, but I work typical 9 to 5. It's been a cycle where he will text at 10 or 11 at night. I'll reply in the morning, and then he'll reply at 4 p.m. or even 10 p.m. We've managed to keep the banter and momentum going, even with the long reply times, and I honestly don't like texting all day, so the one to two texts a day is good for me. But waiting 12 hours... I don't want to text all day, but waiting 12 hours really makes me annoyed. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. You answer your own question. But waiting 12 hours for a reply is going to get old quick. Let's not... How about we live in today? Yeah. This is... I, yeah. Uh, I'm, anno- I'm not annoyed at you, but you're wrong. Yeah. Um, what do you think is going on? If two dates go well and this continues, what is the best way to ask or to bring this up? I think this is who you're dating. Service industry guy. Service all over industry. the place. And it's all consistent. Mm. Texting... It's not about how, how how much time between texts. It's how consistently they text. Yeah. How consistent they are with the behavior they've shown in the past. Yeah. And when they're not consistent, do they admit to it? Hey, I know it's been two days, but I just want to say I've been. It's been a while. But things have been busy. Or hey, I know I've been texting a lot today. I've been off all day. Like I think, like to me. And then she calls herself an impatient bitch. No, no, no. You just said, I like, I don't like texting all day. Mm. So you want him to know your perfect amount of texting? Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible to know. And here's the thing. This is all to say, own your taste. So Mm. when you go, I need him to text. No, 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 no. How about you pick up the fucking phone and you send a text when you have something to say? Mm. Why is this... You know, why you're looking for him to play a guessing game to go outside of his own natural path. He's naturally this texture. You said it's good banter. Let's own the win. Yeah, huge win. Everyone listening to this is like, wow, I'd love a guy to text me back. <laughs> right, like, that I know exactly how they act and they've been... Consistency. Now, if you had emailed and been like, you know, this guy, you know, uh, you know, he one day it's all day and the next, you know, and then the weekend he disappears. I go, mm-hmm. yeah, you got an issue here. Yeah. Hey, I feel let down by you not texting me on the weekends. And that's kind of when I want to like hear from you. Yeah. That's different than, hey, the way you are as a person and the way you've shown me to be who you are since day one. Mm-hmm. 
doesn't work for me. <laughs> okay, then you don't like him. Yeah. I'd say go two more dates. Let's reevaluate the texting thing. Because the texting thing, ideally, for me in a relationship, is like becomes not important. It's like, right. what, how's the time together? It's a tool. And, and I do understand in the beginning, you're like, I want this banter to be good. I want it to get me excited for the next date. Mm. But when you're saying great banter, it's just not coming at the magical time that I feel it should be coming. Yeah. I think you got to like understand what makes you happy and you don't understand what makes you happy. You're, you're even saying when this becomes a problem. Why? It's not. Yeah. It's not a problem. Yeah. So how about we live in this not problem universe yes. that you live in today? Yeah, because the text from a person that you like is like this dopamine hit. Right. And you're like, I'm not getting it at the exact moment I want to. It's like, well, like that's kind of life. Like, well, how about when you go, hey, I really wonder what he's doing. Hey, I wonder what you're up to. How about you send a fucking text? Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you go, and then they go, oh, just got back to my phone. Then you get explanations and you see like this. I just think like we have someone that's doing it the exact same way every time. Mm-hmm. So let's be... Let's own that, and, and you like yeah. it when it comes in. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. If you're in Charlotte this weekend, it's this weekend. Get the tickets. I'm there for five goddamn shows. Wow. So it's going to be a long weekend. Shelby, we got time. What do we got time for here? Two more. Let's do it. Bougie on the brink of breaking up. I'm a 34-year-old female live, living and dating in a small city. My salary is two to three times more than most men that I meet in the area. I like to think that I don't flaunt it. My apartment is nice, not super luxe, but in a location that comes with a cost. I drive a new car, travel, etc. I don't expect a man to pay for these things or even to keep up. But that doesn't stop the guys I meet from going into a full spiral and whipping out the mental, the mental calculator, wondering wandering through my home and asking how much things cost the first time I have them over. It's, it must be a nice apartment. It must be a nice area. Yeah. There are certain, there's an area in every city that everyone goes, ooh, that's where you live. So that kind of comes with the territory. The mental calculator, that's a little much. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would ever walk through. Some, I would walk through someone's apartment that was really nice and be like, wow, this place is awesome. Yeah. I don't think that's a mental calculator. I try not to count other people's money. <laughs> right, because you tend to never know. Yeah. About a month ago, I started officially dating a guy that didn't panic at any of those things. He drove a sports car. Well, <laughs> now you're counting his money. Yeah. <laughs> and seemed settled in a nice place. Cut to today. He called to say he was let go from his work and didn't know how he could be how he would be able to pay rent. He kept begging me not to leave and promising he wouldn't let this affect us, while simultaneously saying that he wouldn't have money to go out and do things anymore. Uh, I don't want to kick the guy when he's down and make his week worse, but this is the early phase of a relationship and having to pinch pennies and monitor my own activities to make him feel comfortable does not sound fun. I feel like if this had happened after a year, it would be a different story, but at this phase, my gut is saying to bounce, wish him luck, and send him off to get his life together solo. Does that make me a monster, and how would I go about it? Do, how, about, how would I go about doing it in a delicate way so I don't make his horrible week even worse? Would appreciate any wisdom you have on this one laid off from getting laid. What do you think? This is a really good question, man. I, it's I'm, a good question. I'm confused. I'm like, I'm like, I have to think about this. Like, part of me is like, it's about compatibility, right? Like, right. I'm not going to date, uh, you know, an heiress to a billionaire fortune. It's like we're just living different lives, right? right. So there is a, there is a gap there. Um, I am a little curious. Like, he's driving a sports car, and then suddenly, like, a couple weeks without a job, he's got no money for rent well you know seem a little reckless i i I used to do financial planning i would sell life insurance and you ask people about their financial life and you'd meet like a nurse who had like you know who was making good money never spent any money and like just had tons put away and then you meet these like goldman sachs guys who are like living paycheck to paycheck yeah yeah these things do exist if you're in a sports car you want to let people know i'm doing okay even if you can't afford the sports car i would also say it's interesting that she's like i want to be gentle and delicate He's trying to tell you something too. When someone says I lost my job and I don't know if I can do anything anymore, mm. they're basically preparing you for, hey, I don't know about this as well to me. Like sure. I think he's like I think he's gently telling you, like That's I might read. not be a boyfriend. Yeah. You don't want to date me right now. This is right. not good. I think so I think it's giving her allowance to be like, hey, you get your stuff together. I you know, because I think this is I think it's partly him freaking out 
losing a job, confiding in you, hey, I don't know if I can do anything anymore. He's probably not even done the math on like what this new life that's jobless even means. So he yeah. probably doesn't even know the math, but he's going, oh my God, how am I going to afford this? We went out to dinners. We did these trips. Yeah. I want to do these things. And I also want to do them with you comfortably. And I know you want to do them. So he's saying to you up front, like, hey, we're going to have to put the brakes on what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I don't reaching think he's, out. He's not, I think it's less like, I can't do anything with you. It's we can't do those things. So may, you know, I think he's kind of doing what she wants yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 he he's priming her a little bit. It's like, right. hey, I'm about to enter like this weird phase, so maybe we should have a little distance. Maybe we can't do what we've been doing. Yeah, and yeah. and that is slowing the relationship down for sure. So, I think it's okay to do to him what he's doing to you. I think yeah. saying to him, "Hey, you sound like you have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a dater. I'm more of someone who like wants to like keep things moving forward. I can understand." that you're not in a place to move things forward, maybe we take a break. When you get everything figured out, my phone, always available to you. Yeah. I might have been in a different place with someone else, but who knows? Yeah. So let's take a minute. He's in a transition. It could be any transition. It could be a financial transition, a family transition, whatever. And when people go through transitions, like kind of the first thing to go is like sometimes these relationships where like, I got to focus on whatever this is right now. I, I think the word transition's good to be like, hey, it sounds like there's like a huge transition going on in your life and mm. I'm looking to date. Yeah. So I can understand that you I don't want to I don't want to resent you. Mm-hmm. So and again, don't speak for him. He will resent you if you keep dating and he can't do anything you want to yeah, do. So like, don't worry about him. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to resent you because now you won't go on dates when I'm trying to get to know you via these things that I would understand why someone wouldn't want to do while they're out of a job. Yeah. So let's take a minute. Can't be doing Michelin star restaurants <laughs> while you're like between gigs. I get it. Right. You got to go out to the corner and sell your sports car. You know, like gonna... <laughs> you have things to do. Right. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Gabe Malika. Okay. So this is a, we have a screenshot email. You ready? Oh yeah. Do last one. Everyone go solo is Gabe's show. Fantastic show. You're going to love it. Everyone that went to it. I got all these messages. Loved it. Pictures it. taken. So Go, go, go. I got a noise violation for having sex too loud. Nice. Help. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) Someone's having fun. Right. Please see the attached text from my neighbor that I received on Saturday morning after having a gentleman caller on Friday night. For context, I have lived in this apartment for only three months, and this is the first time I've had anyone over for sexual activities. I responded with a thumbs-up emoji because I was honestly taken aback by this message as I didn't even think it was that loud. Your girl can definitely be louder is all I'll say. (laughs) Okay, so let's see the text. Ready? Here's the text from the neighbor. Is it from the neighbor? It's from the neighbor. The symphony of sounds emanating from your humble abode at 4.30 this morning during an intimate moment were quite the spectacle and making it challenging for Adam and I as as well as... Let me start over because I want to read this correctly. This is great. The symphony of sounds emanating from your humble abode. It's already starting in a way... It's like Mr. Monopoly. Right. (laughs) Who who is this? this? Who is this? Regal princess. The symphony of sounds emanating from your humble abode at 4.30 in the morning during an intimate moment were quite the spectacle. Make it, I'm not even exaggerating the words. Making it challenging for Adam and I, as well as the families surrounding us with children, to enjoy a peaceful night's rest. While we value your enthusiasm, it would be greatly appreciated if you could keep the volume in check, particularly during those late hours. Let's find a harmonious balance and ensure everyone gets their well-deserved beauty sleep. Even porn is filmed and acted out during normal business hours and in private. Thanks. Wow. That is, that's not passive aggressive. That's aggressive aggressive. Yeah, was it written with a quill? I can't believe that was an email. That's <laughs> nuts. This is, I mean, a wild text. And especially, here's where you know they're, they're trying to shame you, okay? The one thing, like, intimate moments, spectacle, you know, 4.30 in the morning. 
When you say, as well as the families surrounding us with children, that is them creating a world where they are on the top of Moral Mountain. And you're and a pervert. You're a pervert. <laughs> yeah. The, but what about the children? children yeah. As if at 4.30 in the morning, they went to all the apartments and found these kids crying. Oh, no. She kept yelling harder. What does it mean, Mommy? What does I poppy mean, Dad? Right, please. This is insanity. It's a lie. It's pearl clutching. It's, it's literally, this person has pearls. Yeah, later that day, the neighbor confronted me at my car and said, I've been having sex for a long time, and no man is that good. What? This is a crazy person. Also, I'm assuming your building has a lot of married couples, and you are the single woman who moved in, and now, because you're single, they believe they're allowed to say these things. Oh, you're so lucky. No man could be that good. It must have been wild. They're living out their fantasies through you, but it's really demeaning. It's not really... This is... Scarlet Letter, yeah. Right. At that point, I laughed and said, well, that is neither here nor there. Good response. Yeah. Uh, But I'm really sorry. And then she stormed off and complained to my landlord who had to send me a citation. Also, for context, I've literally never communicated with this person outside of text message before. She never comes outside, and the only reason she has my number is because when she and her husband moved in, I left a six-pack of beer and a note with my number on it welcoming them them to the neighborhood. I live in an attached back house, and this woman lives in the main house. The husband is friendly, and I've chatted with him in the driveway a few times. Would love, first of all, just your take on this text message, and secondly, any advice on how to move forward? I think the best for me personally, I, I wish this person just like cared less. Like, oh, I'm dealing with a crazy person. Right. They, yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for them. They, yeah. They've been shamed in a way that is so unnecessary. Yeah. People it's have so sex. It, that's yeah. why there's so many people because people are having sex. Right. And also the idea that like at 430 in the morning, the children were <laughs> running to the mom and dad's room wondering what is happening Teach me about the birds and the bees. What's a pussy? Why does someone have to fuck it hard? Like, it's just insanity. Yeah, yeah. It's not real. They're just... It feels like my my hometown on Long Island where everyone's, like, very ritzy, and if you have Mm. something on your yard, people, like, talk shit about you. Right. Where it's just like, oh, they're just, like, coming up with problems because they don't have enough. Right. This is nuts. And and the idea, like, if... if, if, Here's a normal text... Every day this week at 4.30 in the morning, we've heard a lot of noises. Yeah. We'd really appreciate it if you could quiet down a little. Yeah. That's how a normal person like confronts something that happened. Yeah. Even this would be abnormal, but the normal way to do this was to go, hey, there was a lot of noise earlier this morning. We could hear it. Just want to let you know. Yeah. I got to work. I gotta, I'm sorry. Have fun. Right. <laughs> Not even have fun. You don't even have to mention the sexual exploits sure. to get a message across that, hey, you woke us up at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. That's the craziest part about this whole thing is like yeah. this person, there's a jealousy, there's insecurity. Yeah. They're probably, you know, again, I'm not sitting here trying to pit women against each other, but you say that the husband's outside friendly with you in the yard or whatever, and she never comes out of the house. Okay, she obviously has some issues. She's not going outside. She's not coming over to you saying, hey, oh my God, that case of beer. What a mensch. What a nice thing you did. Yeah. For her not to do that means there's something off. So there's something off with this person. Yeah. If I were, what would you do as far as like, what is the next move? It's 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 hard because you're like dealing with somebody that I'm like this person's unstable. Right. I I always try to like defer to those people. Just be like whatever you say, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'll, oh man, I'll totally be quiet. Right. And just do whatever you want. <laughs> right. I I would say, I would say to them, I guess I would go. I would. I always try to reel it back to normalcy. Like oh, that's I. Good. So like I always I did pictures after the show. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been trying to do pictures after the theater shows. Nice. Which has been hard because it's yeah. like a lot of people, they're not really set up for pictures. I'm doing them free, which I didn't even know people got paid. Some people charge for these things. Yeah. I didn't want to charge. When you charge, at least someone sets up a step and repeat. There's a whole thing. Yeah. So I tried to keep them free and I've had some weird interactions because you're in this weird space. Yeah. I had this woman who... I'm friends with bring a friend and Mm -hmm. I know her from way back when and she texts me she's coming she's super excited couldn't have been nicer the friend the friend of mine yeah she brings her friend and they come to the line I go oh my god I see her she goes 
I just want to say hello. I go give her a hug. And then the friend comes up and goes, you're way funnier on stage than in the videos. Oh, God. And I go, it's a, and I literally look at her and I go, I go, thank you so much for coming. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. That's all I say. I bring it back to normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kind of shames them. I do think, and I again, I'm not saying I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to let them know. Yeah. I'm ignoring what the statement you the just insane, made. The insane part. You came to my show. You bought a ticket. Thank you. I'm going to bring you back down to reasonable town. We were in crazy town. Right. Now, <laughs> now we're, we're in reasonable We're going to come down to reasonable town. We're going we're gonna to sit here for a second. Yeah. We'll sit in it, but I'm going to say thank you. I appreciate you. Wish you the best. Yeah. I mean, the friend of mine even texted me after. That was weird. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I think she can do the same with this neighbor. Mm. Hey, um, I'm really sorry about the noise in the morning. All the... I feel like a lot of the things you said could have been said to me in a way that weren't as judgmental. Mm. If this is a reoccurring thing where you keep hearing noise from me, noise is noise, and I wouldn't want to be woken up either. Mm. But let's refrain from having the commentary on my sexual uh, life. Yeah. I think that, like, where you go, you apologize. Let's refrain from, I, I'm, I'm a little, you know, I, I, I wasn't that comfortable with you. It's a little weird to me. Yeah. But I, I'll also, you've been acknowledged. Mm. So, like, now you kind of bring, let's take the air out of this. Because what this person's doing is making it this big sexual, you know, Oh my God, we're on, you know, uh, Wisteria Lane. You know, like they're trying to create a housewives oh, yeah. event. Yeah, it wasn't an orgy. Right. <laughs> Fuck the dude. <gasps> no man is that good. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what the fuck is that? Yeah, that no, your husband away. isn't that good. That's why you're fucking miserable. You haven't come in a year. <laughs> J Train Podcast or Gmail.com. Gabe Malika, thank you for coming on, dude. Thank you, and Fantastic. I'm going to do the show in Chicago too. So check it out in Chicago. Chicago, Five we love shows. Chicago. Five shows. Where at Christmas at the Den downstairs. Love the Den. Yeah. I've been great spot. GabeMalika.com for all the tickies. I'm Jared Freed. Uh, we're here every Monday. Keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Back next week. Boom.